0: Salespeople. I'm calling all salespeople. Get prepared for a slim, bald-headed brother with skills. Wearing a tailored suit, polished shoes, and gold watch. Last seen in Atlanta boarding a plane. On his way to do another training. What's going on sales pros? tomorrow Jameson, we are here once again for this week's Sales is Simple podcast episode. And we have been going for almost a year now. So I want to talk about if you are really a sales professional. And what I wanna key on today is rooted in the land them on the perfect offering phase of the Sales is Simple approach. Now, just a quick recap, To remind you, as we talk about landing them on the perfect offering, that's basically your product knowledge. You have to take the information that you find from the customer in the asking the right questions phase, and you begin a process of elimination to find the perfect offering for them to make sure that what you have to offer is going to fit exactly what they need it to fit them in, whether it is making them more money, saving them money, saving them some time giving them a better quality of life. But you've decided based on the information that you've asked them what that perfect offering is. Now, that's basic sales 101. Okay, you have to find the right product or the right service that's going to work for that particular client. Sales amateurs will try to cram every single offering that they have and make it fit for every single client doesn't work that way. There are certain things about your product or your service that can be tailored even in your presentation to make it so that the customer feels that it's a perfect fit for them. So just just a quick recap on why the offering has to be perfect. But today I want to talk about what really sets a sales professional apart from a sales amateur and that is how well they know the competition. So I want to ask you today, how well do you know the competition in whatever space that you're in? So today we're going to talk about how you get to know the competition, <clears throat> excuse me. what information you use from that research that you get from knowing the competition, and then how do you take that information and position yourself as the expert to your client so that they understand that you're a professional through and through. Okay, so let's start with the basics of knowing the competition. The first thing with knowing the competition is you have to know who your competition is. Okay, now, in some industries, your competition is very easy. All right. If you're Coca-Cola, your competition may be Pepsi. That's an easy one to recognize that Pepsi is the competition to Coca-Cola. But you also want to look at outside of who your normal competition might be, because Coca-Cola may also see juice bars. As their competition because it is a beverage and not everybody's just going to buy a Pepsi instead of a Coke, but they may buy a water instead of a Coca-Cola. They may buy a juice instead of a Coca-Cola. They may buy a smoothie instead of a Coca-Cola. So Coca-Cola has to realize that their competition goes beyond just soft drinks. And likewise with you, you have to realize that your competition goes beyond just what you sell. It may be you're in an industry where that is the only competition that you have, but you really have to open your mind up and say, all right, let me step outside the box a little bit and think about if there's any other competition that I may have, all right? So let me give you an example of what I mean. And I'm gonna relate back to my car business days because this is one of the ones that I use as an example a lot because people don't understand on the surface how these can be competitors. So when I was working at Volkswagen, we did some product knowledge and we were testing with Volkswagen. And one of the things that they had us do was to determine who was the biggest competition for the Volkswagen Beetle. And what they meant by that was what did people shop the Volkswagen Beetle against? And the two most popular cross shopped vehicles with the Volkswagen Beetle at the time were the Ford Mustang and the Jeep Wrangler. Now on the surface you're thinking to yourself probably what in the world does a Wrangler and a Mustang have to do with a Beetle? Now the reason they were competitors was because of the target market of the Volkswagen Beetle and at the time it was a young female and they wanted to have a fun vehicle so the Volkswagen Beetle was marketed as a fun vehicle. Likewise, also the Mustang was marketed as a fun vehicle. And of course, the Jeep Wrangler was marketed as a fun vehicle. So in your industry, you have to understand that the competition may not just be what you're thinking about on the surface. So first and foremost, you have to identify who your competition is, whether it is another individual, another company, somebody in another state, an online company, if you are a face-to-face type of salesperson, or a face-to-face person if you're an online type of business, all right? So make sure you understand who your competition is. Now, once you have learned and deciphered who your competition is and really drilled down to who your competitors are in that space, now, it may be one or two competitors. There may be hundreds of competitors, depending, again, on the space you're in. And with the hundreds of competitors, another example would be someone who maybe sells real estate or sells insurance, Okay. In the real estate game, it is very competitive. So not only are you competing against other brands, let's say you work for Better Homes and Gardens, you're competing against people who sell for Keller Williams, who sell for, you know, Berkshire Hathaway and all these other independents that you have to contest against. But not just that, but you're competing against every single agent every single realtor who is out in the marketplace, not only the ones who are in your office that you work out of. okay Same thing with insurance. If you are in the insurance industry, you are an insurance agent, a broker, an agency owner, then you have to compete against thousands of other companies who sell the same thing that you do. And then you also have to compete against other people in your market, maybe in your local community, who are selling the same products that you sell. Okay, So identifying them, you first know where you need to focus your energy. So once you have identified who the competition is, then you need to know the competition well enough that you can talk to your potential client about the competition in an educated manner. Now, if you have done any kind of product knowledge from your company, a lot of times they will give you some tidbits that you can use based on when they're telling you who the competition is and what the competition does and how your company can position itself to be better in the eyes of your prospect than the competition that you're battling against. But let's assume that you don't have that type of resource within the company that you have, either the company itself or your supervisor or manager doesn't provide you with the information that you need to know to figure out if XYZ company or if XYZ salesperson is really a competition to me and do I have to worry about them in the marketplace, okay? So what I would suggest that you do, and it's something very simple, and it's taking the concept of how a customer shops by simply doing a Google search, okay? So the minute that you run across a competitor that you know about, or especially one that you do not know anything about, do a simple Google search, all right? Google the company name, and then you start to research them as if you were going to buy the product. Whatever you sell, you know well enough to know what your customers are looking for. They look for certain attributes in the company they look for certain attributes in the product itself they look for certain attributes in the salesperson that they're dealing with so put yourself in the position of the customer act as if you were going to buy that particular product from that particular company which is your competitor and research them now when you get on google and you start researching I'm going to walk you through some things that you ought to do because you do it all the time. But when we start looking at our competitors, we tend to take off our customer hat and put on our salesperson hat. So we don't necessarily look at the competition exactly like a customer would. We tend to look at the competition and figure out all the holes that we can poke in the competition to figure out if we can make ourselves and our company look better than the competitor. Now, keep in mind that when a customer is doing research, they are trying to validate a decision that they've already made in most cases. So they have already decided that they want to do business with X, Y, Z company or they want to do business with you. Then they go to the Internet to make sure that the information that they find there will substantiate the decision that they're going to make and not be contrary to what they are wanting to do, which is to say yes. Okay, so let's walk through this for a second and we'll talk about how exactly you do this. So you do a quick Google research. You Google the company name. First thing that usually comes up, especially if the company has maximized their SEO, is you will get the company website. Okay, so click on the customer website, excuse me, company website, click on the company website and start looking around as if you were a customer. How easy is it to maneuver through the website? What information is provided through the website? If you were gonna purchase something directly from the website, how easy is it to find that information, to go to your cart, to check out, to submit your information? How easy is it to contact them? Is their address prominent on the website? Is it easy for them for you to move around on the website? Is it mobile optimized? So if you look at it on your phone, does it look very user friendly? Or is it just a jumbled mess? OK, as a customer, you going to go to their website first and you're going to look at what the website looks like, the flow of it, the look of it, the feel of it. You're also going to look for some kind of history on the website, on the company, not necessarily on their website, but you will start there. You'll go to the about us or our history or if they have one of those pages on there, who we are. If they have one of those tabs. You'll go there, kind of look about a little bit about the history of the company And then you will take that information typically and you'll go and start looking at third-party websites who can validate what the company is saying about itself. So that's the first step that you want to do. Look at the website and then take the information and start looking at third-party companies to figure out if what the company is saying about themselves is what the public is saying about the company. All right. Once you have done that, then the next thing that most companies will do is they will try to maximize their reviews from clients, whether that is on their website, whether that's through Google, whether that's through Facebook, whether that's through Yelp, or any other platform that they can, they will try to get as many testimonials, reviews, positive reviews as necessary. So look at it like a customer would. You first looked at their website, you've looked at third party websites, and now you're starting to look at their reviews to see what kind of company that they are and how you stack up against the competition. So once you get that basic information, what do you do with it? Okay. Now, again, I don't want you to think about poking holes in the competition right from the beginning. In order for you to be a professional and be viewed by your client and prospective client as an expert in whatever field you're in, you have to know the positives about your competition and bring those up first. Because again, keep in mind that your customer may be seriously considering doing business with the competition, and if you're just bashing the competition... They're going to feel like, first of all, you don't know what you're talking about. And second of all, they're going to feel a little bit insulted that they've done all this research and they are coming to getting close to making a decision about the competition. And you're basically telling them that they're going to make a stupid decision. Okay, so look at it first from what the positives are about the company. And I'll give you an example. All right. Look at how long the company has been in business. Okay. If the competition has been in business, let's say 60 years, all right, your company has been in business 100 years or 30 years, whatever the case is, then you can use that as a good point to bring up to the client. So client tells you, hey, I'm considering going with XYZ company, you immediately give them a pat on the back and saying, hey, you know what, that's a great company. They've actually been around for 60 years. They've been doing this for a while. They have a lot of good reviews and I can really appreciate and understand why you would consider them as a possible alternative to what I'm trying to provide you. And then you would go into addressing the things in the next step which make your company and yourself stand out from the competition. So in your digging, uh, researching the competition You find out the good things that the competitor has and you list one or two of those things. You don't want to oversell the competition. But what you're doing is positioning yourself to the customer as an expert in the field, not as an expert in your company, but in an expert in that field. So if you're selling insurance, you want to know as much about the other insurance companies and other insurance policies as you do yours. If you sell real estate, you want to know as much about what's on the market with other real estate brokerages and agencies as you know about your own listings. And of course, if you sell cars, you want to know as much about the competition, not just the car itself, but the company that they're going to buy from as you do your own company and the car that you sell. So once you have figured out what the good points are and you've positioned yourself as the expert, you've let them know basically that I've done as n- enough research about that company as you do as a customer so I can talk to you on the language as if I was trying to buy from them. Then you take the points that you have an advantage over and you start to bring those up to the client. You start talking to them about the ways that you have an advantage over the competition. At this point it might be something where you notice that the competitor has some double talk on their website in one page they say one thing or another thing another page they say something totally different you also want to bring up maybe the fine print that the customer doesn't look at in depth and say you know, they look at the big marketing message and say, oh, I like this company. But then you as the expert know where that fine print is precisely that you can point them to that fine print and say, hey, here's where we have a leg up on the competition. They say this in big bold print. But if you follow me down here to the fine print, you'll see that they're trying to offer you something where our company is definitely superior on. Okay, so as you can see, the point of this is not for you to bash the competition. The point of view, this is for you to continue to build a relationship with the client and now you're building it as the expert because you know the competition just as well as you know your own product. Now you're not going to dig in and research every single product like a customer would. We all know that a customer can spend hours, days, weeks, months, years on researching a specific item that they wanna buy from a specific company in a specific region of the country at a specific time of year. I mean, they can really drill down to how much research they're gonna do. But what you wanna do is have maybe five or six points about each one of your competitors, enough that you can communicate to your client that I'm an expert in this field and i know what you're looking at as a client and i can point you in the right direction on how my company will be a better option for you than the one two three four or five other companies that you're looking and thinking about doing business with so think about how that objection will be completely handled differently from you when a customer says that i want to go look at xyz company And you know that company well enough that you can sit down with them and have a expert conversation about what that company offers and then what your company offers. The problem is with most of us is when we do have that objection saying, hey, you know what? I want to go look at this other company. We don't know squat about that other company. So then we try to push them or then we try to give them these half-assed ways to overcome the objection, asking them, what can I do? Maybe we start trying to reduce the price. We do all these tricks and games and strategies that we think is going to work rather than knowing the competition well enough that we can say, you know what, that is a very good option to consider. They do X, Y, and Z real good, but let me explain to you why A, B, and C, and D are some things that you wanna consider, and I'll show you how my business, my company, and me personally are better than that option, all right? So guys, I really wanted to focus today on one of the key things you need to do to be a professional. That is a big differentiator between a sales pro and a sales amateur. Because a sales amateur, first of all, has a hard enough time knowing their own product and they definitely don't know enough about the competition. And when they do know about the competition, all they're trying to do is bash the competition. So what I want you to do as sales professionals is first of all, I want you to know your product, your service, inside and out, where there's not a question that you can't answer, okay? Once you do that, I want you to start researching the competition Be proactive with it. Go out and seek the competition that you need to research. And then also, if you run across a new competitor from a customer who says, I want to go check this company out and you don't happen to know anything about them. When you're done with the interaction with that client, research, 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 and then look for the positives in that research and then complement that with what your company has to offer that's better than that competitor. And with that, I promise you, you will increase your income, you will keep more customers to stay longer, and you have more people to say yes because they will see you as that resource. They won't have to go to the internet anymore, they won't have to ask their friends, they won't have to check out reviews because you'll be that resource that they need to give them the push over the edge that they are already trying to make a decision on. All right. So, guys, know your competition, know it inside and out, know it enough that you can be the expert in that field. Been great talking to you this week. I know this is going to be very vital for somebody out there. If you would share this information and share how this episode has changed your salesmanship. And how you've been able to close a deal or multiple deals from the information that we talked about today. Feel free to leave a review that talks about that and how it has changed a sale for you. Maybe it has increased your income or it has given you a whole new direction on how to handle objections when it comes to people looking at other competition in your specific industry. And also go to the sales of simple Facebook group and post how it's affected you in that. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode every week. And I will make sure to come back to you next week with some more vital information. And until then, always remember that the best way to get what you want is by giving others what they want.